thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. You're listening to The Healthy Shift Worker with your host, Audra Starkey. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Shift Worker podcast. My name is Audra Starkey and I'm here to help you to manage some of the toughest challenges we face whilst working 24-7. I hope everyone is having a great week, you know, wherever you are in the world and whatever your occupation may be. And if this is the first time that you're listening to my podcast, then welcome. It's, you know, it's really nice to have you here. So as I continue on with a few more of my um, solo episodes, Today's topic is going to be all about social media, blue light and sleep. And you may be asking, you know, why have I decided to talk about, you know, these particular topics? Well, whilst I am a nutritionist and a lot of my clinical focus is predominantly around food, nutrition and supplementation, I have a very holistic view when it comes to working with my patients. Quite simply, I've noticed a lot of my patients are spending, you know, a considerable amount of time on social media and it's, you know, probably something that you can, you know, relate to yourself. But as a, as a holistic practitioner, it's really important that I take into consideration a person's well-being as a whole, which includes, you know, reviewing some of the effects social media and digital technology can have on our health. Because more and more research is starting to surface on some of the negative impacts this ongoing social media exposure can have on our health. And when we're continually, you know, being interrupted and distracted with information 24-7, you know, as a, as a shift worker, it's, you know, it can certainly be, you know, difficult to, I guess, resist that temptation to, you know, scroll the internet, you know, even at 3 a.m. in the morning. And now, you know, don't get me wrong, you know, I myself can be guilty of spending, you know, a bit too much time on social media as well. But I want to talk about it because when I'm working with my clients, you know, I can spend time recommending that they incorporate uh, certain foods into their diet that's going to help improve their sleep, which, you know, as shift workers, we know is a very scarce resource, um, you know, and some of these foods, you know, may maybe those that contain tryptophan and melatonin, you know, because these form an integral part of the biochemical pathway, which instigates sleep, uh, along with uh, various other micronutrients and minerals such as magnesium, calcium and potassium, because, you know, studies have also shown that they can help enhance sleep quality via, you know, various different mechanisms. But, you know, all of these efforts and recommendations that I might be giving, you know, to my patients, you know, including the cost of, you know, them having to buy these supplementations can all be in vain if we're spending so much time on electronic devices, you know, such as mobile phones, iPads and laptops, because not only do they disrupt our sleep, but they can also enhance our feelings of anxiety and stress, which can also interrupt our sleep as well. So I'm going to break this episode down into two different parts. Firstly, I'm going to talk about social media itself and how that's impacting on our health. And then secondly, I'm going to chat about the actual devices and how they are specifically impacting on our sleep. In a world where technology is designed to make things easier for us, it's also contributing to our feelings of stress as we're constantly being bombarded and distracted with information 24-7. However, this constant uh, exposure to information is beyond the comprehension of our ancestors, 
you know, and even my parents really, um, you know, who have lived before us. And it's, it's having negative consequences on our health. Uh, Julie Spira is the author of a book titled The Rules of Netiquette. Um, you know, she's even coined a term for it called Social Media Anxiety Disorder or SMAD, where we may struggle to be away from our smartphone even for a short while. Now, I'm sure, you know, some of you may even be able to relate to this, you know, um, also where you may become frustrated that you don't get a response to your post straight away or that you may, you know, fall into a bit of a slump when someone unfriends you. (laughs) And if this is the case, then you could actually be possible um, or possibly be susceptible to this social media anxiety disorder. It sounds crazy, but it's a very realistic situation that's unfolding before our eyes in the world that we live in today. And here's something else to ponder. There was a new study um, that confirms the more you use Facebook, the worse that you feel. Now, I'll leave a link to that article in the show notes um, so that you can actually refer and read, um, read it at a later date. Other studies have also revealed that users of certain social media pages such as Facebook feel continually anxious and pressured to come up with an inventive status update. Now, this absolutely astounded me, but in a world where likes and having a certain amount of friends appears to be what's needed in order to enhance our social media standing, it's not surprising people feel so overwhelmed, addicted and even obligated to post something creative in their feed. We need to be mindful that this sort of behavior can actually affect our mood in a negative way, particularly if we start comparing ourselves to those who are continually posting, you know, from exotic locations around the world. Facebook, you know, I guess, or any other form of social media, you know, we need to be mindful that it can give a very carefully curated one-dimensional view of someone's life. While it's lovely to see all these beautiful images and you know I myself I I really enjoy you know watching you know some of my friends and um, you know family members doing lots of traveling you know um, my background is in the airline industry so I do you know love to to travel but continually seeing these beautiful images can actually inadvertently make us feel as though our life pales in comparison But there's a little quote that I want to share with you that may, you know, help to change your thinking uh, behind this. And it's actually by Theodore Roosevelt. And he says, comparison is a thief of joy. At the end of the day, your life is not the same as everyone else's and nor should it be. Keep in mind that, you know, all of these wonderful images, statuses and check-ins as I said, are really illustrating a very one-sided or distorted view of someone's life. And rarely does it show the everyday boring stuff that is a part of everyone's lives. And yes, that does include those who appear to have it all on social media. It pretty much causes, you know, can cause us to hide behind A mask of sorts, which is why I love uh, another quote by filmmaker Philip McKernan. This one might get you thinking. We're too busy wearing masks and it's exhausting. Pretty powerful, I think. 
Now, before I move on to part two, I want to share a personal story with you that has to do with, you know, this growing obsession that we have with our our mobile phones and, and I guess social media. I distinctly remember a time when I was on the staff bus, um, you know, for those of you who don't know me, my background's um, in aviation. I've worked for several airlines um, as ground staff um, at both a domestic and international airport here in Brisbane. But this bus was, you know, taking us to the domestic airport, you know, at the ungodly hour of 4am, which was, you know, fairly common, you know, on a regular start time throughout my aviation career and even earlier. But the bus was filled with pilots, flight attendants uh, and ground crew and, you know, various other airport staff. But the atmosphere on the bus, you know, somewhat, you know, felt somewhat eerie as 95% of people on that bus were looking down at their mobile phones. A work colleague of mine, you know, who I shall I say was of more senior years, even made a comment in a way that every person on that bus could hear that no one's talking to each other anymore, even at 4am. Now, it was really a bit of a defining moment for a lot of us on that bus, <laughs> including myself. Even though it was super early and most of us were trying to pry our eyes open and wake ourselves up, engaging in conversation through our phones appeared to be way more important than connecting with those who were sitting directly next to us. So now I'm going to chat to you about the actual electronic devices that we're using, you know, such as our mobile phones, laptops and iPads and how they may be specifically impacting on our sleep. Essentially, these electronic devices emit a blue light, which is a type of Zeitgeiber that can severely disrupt our sleep onset, quality and quantity. The term Zeitgeiber is a German word for time giver and refers to any external cue which affects our circadian rhythm or natural sleep cycles. Considering shift workers, you know, cycles are already over the all over the place our zeitgeber exposure prior to sleep can affect our sleep even further which is not ideal when our reserves are already very depleted this blue light which is emitted from artificial lights disrupts our endocrine or hormonal system by suppressing the release of melatonin activating arousal promoting aroxin neurons along with stimulating our sympathetic nervous system which is involved in the stress response Whenever light filters in our eyes, it sends a signal to the pineal gland, which is a small endocrine gland in the center of our brain, to stop producing melatonin. Now, this beautiful sleep hormone is responsible for making us feel drowsy and helps to calm us down and promote sleep, therefore you know, helping to achieve a good night's rest. However, even the tiniest bit of light filtering in our eye can lead to the inhibition of this incredibly important hormone and not only reduce our sleep, but it can affect our alertness the next day. Or in regards to a shift worker, you know, it could be the nighttime as well, depending on your shift. Of course, you know, a lot of us, including myself, are guilty of using television, computers, smartphones and tablets as a way of winding down and relaxing after work. However, this obsession with electronic devices is not doing us any favours when it comes to topping up the sleep tank. This is because instead of relaxing the mind, the electromagnetic frequencies or EMFs emitting from these devices actually interfere with our sleep. The blue light found in these devices which is actually white in color 
tricks the brain into thinking it's still daytime, subsequently suppressing melatonin and inhibiting our ability to sleep. There was even a study published in the National Academy of Sciences journal uh, dated 2015 that found people who were using iPads before bed uh, took approximately 10 minutes longer to fall asleep. Uh, They also experienced less rapid eye movement or REM sleep along with a decreased level of alertness in the morning as opposed to those who had read a printed book before bed. Yes, you remember those good old printed books, the ones that, you know, we actually kind of grasp and hold to read. Quite simply, these electronic devices and their blue light mechanisms or that light changes our biochemistry. So where possible, we really need to reduce time and exposure to these electronic devices and even better, leave them out of the bedroom and choose to read a real book. You know, yes, one of those things that you hold in your hand and you turn the pages to read instead. Other strategies uh, that will also help to fend off some of this light uh, that we are exposed to is what you can do is wear orange tinted blue light blocking glasses two to three hours before bed and this is going to help to increase melatonin production. You can also you know, wear a really good eye mask um, such as the Sleep Master Sleep Mask. Um, you know, this is, I don't get paid for saying that, but I've just found that it works quite well as it fits snugly around the entire head, blocking all light from entering the eye. If you use your mobile phone as an alarm clock, you know, turn it to flight mode to prevent those Wi-Fi signals from disturbing your sleep and place it face down on the bedside table to help reduce that light exposure. You can also install uh, what's a type of software on your computer called F-Lux. It's F.L-U-X. As that helps to reduce the blue light exposure at night, uh, along with, you know, using, you know, other apps uh, on your smartphone, such as the Night Shift, which has a similar effect. It, It takes away that blue light and brings that more orange amber light that, you know, we actually are used to seeing or our ancestors were used to seeing, you know, hundreds and thousands of years ago when we sat around the fire at night. So it's you know, having that same effect. If you're a night shifter, you know, there's certain uh, products out there like blackout blinds, which are designed to completely block out the light from entering your room. Um, and so that could be a worthwhile investment for you to also help reduce with that, um, that light, which is going to impact on your sleep. So please be mindful, you know, about how much in time you're spending on social media and various other electronic devices, because whilst it's something that you've probably not thought of before, they can leave us feeling incredibly drained physically and emotionally, which is a double whammy for anyone running on little sleep. Regular, regularly taking some time out to unplug, even just for, you know, one day a week, maybe just the thing you need to help lower your stress levels, clear your head and improve your sleep. I promise you'll feel you'll begin to feel so much calmer and less frazzled from not having to continually scroll through your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest or you know other type of feed that appears on your phone 24/7. So there you have it that's it for another edition of the Health Issue Worker podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. 
If you did, please feel free to share it with other shift workers who you think may benefit. And if you're listening via your computer, you can also leave us a five-star rating on iTunes as this will help me to spread the healthy shift worker message to shift workers and organisations all around the world. If you'd like to learn more about me and what I'm up to, including uh, online one-on-one consultations, you know, from wherever you are in the world. So, you know, you can even, you know, join me in your pyjamas. I, I really don't mind. I'm, I'm quite mindful of, of you know, of, of a shift worker's lifestyle. I also do hold various uh, corporate wellbeing events as well. So if this is something of interest, um, you can always find me at my website, which is www.healthyshiftworker.com or you can contact me direct at audra at healthyshiftworker.com. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening. Until next time, may you continue to be as healthy as you possibly can be, despite working 24-7. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.